From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, July 1st, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Governor Mike DeWine signed the state's two-year, $74 billion biennium budget into law just after midnight at the start of the new fiscal year. DeWine says he's proud of this budget. A budget that invests in Ohio, a budget that invests in the people of Ohio, and a budget that invests particularly in our children. The budget includes an income tax cut for all Ohioans. He said smart financial decisions made during the pandemic allowed lawmakers to invest in the future. The fact that we're able to have this budget and be able to invest in the future uh, is a result of what we did early, early on. According to a press release, DeWine included 14 line-item vetoes, including one that was an order that would dismiss and refund businesses for violating COVID-19 safety requirements during the pandemic. DeWine says Ohio law should not reward businesses and individuals that violated orders and rules adopted to protect Ohioans from the spread of COVID-19 by excusing their actions. The state legislature does have the opportunity to override DeWine's vetoes, but it's unclear if Republican leaders intend to do so. When a man accused by 60 women of sexual assault can walk free, as Bill Cosby did yesterday after the Pennsylvania Supreme Court overturned his conviction on a technicality, what does that say to women looking to come forward about their own experiences? Olivia Eugenio reports. The Ohio Alliance to End Sexual Violence says coming forward is already not easy. Not every survivor seeks for justice and healing through the legal system because of failures like this. So how rare is this? Rick Simmons is a law professor at OSU. This is extraordinary because the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania said you can't even retire this case. Uh, and he's free to go with no charges at all. The Ohio Alliance to End Sexual Violence says if survivors want to come forward, they're always willing to walk with them. In Columbus, Olivia Eugenio. As the Delta variant of the coronavirus increases, some places such as Los Angeles County have reinstated mask rules indoors. Gabriela Garcia has more from Columbus. Dr. Mashika Roberts from Columbus Public Health says staying cautious is never a bad thing. Even if you're vaccinated, when you're indoors, if you feel more comfortable wearing a mask, particularly where you don't know the vaccine status of others around you, then you should continue to wear a mask when you're in those settings. Dr. Roberts says she personally still puts her mask on when she's inside around people she doesn't know. She also recommends keeping your mask on hand while traveling. Reporting in Columbus, Gabriela Garcia. AAA says today and tomorrow will be busy on the interstates as people travel for the 4th of July weekend. ONN's Dave James reports. Kimberly Schwinn with AAA Ohio says air travel is just low enough that this will be the busiest 4th of July ever on the roads in Ohio and nationally, with overall travel numbers nearly back to pre-pandemic levels. And she says airports will be busy too. And we expect nationally an increase of 164% compared to last year with air travel, and we're up to 90% of pre-pandemic levels. Schwinn says hotel and rental car costs are up sharply from a year ago. Dave James, I went in news. Columbus has hit a milestone with another murder overnight, this time at a bar on the west side of the city. Tino Ramos has the details. This time last year, we were talking about 58 homicides. Now we're dealing with number 100. 
the shooting occurred just around 2 o'clock this morning. When police arrived on the scene, that's when they found the body inside. He was pronounced dead inside. Now police immediately blocked off the area and began looking for clues into what happened. We do know that there were several witnesses in the bar at the time. Police telling us there was some type of argument within there when that shooting took place. Tino Ramos in West Columbus. To the west of Cleveland, the police chief of Sheffield Lake has been fired following an incident caught on surveillance video in the department. Mark Namick explains. Chief Anthony Campo last Friday at the department's copier, printing out a small note. It reads, Ku Klux Klan. He places it on the raincoat set aside for a black officer just before he enters the room. Sheffield Mayor Dennis Bring describing his conversation with the chief after learning details of the incident on Tuesday. You've got 10 minutes to get out of this office. I said, I want you keys, the badge, and that's it. Get out. The former chief insists that he is retiring and wasn't fired, but he says it was meant to be a joke, though I know these things are never funny. I'm Mark Namick. A prosecutor says a Cleveland police officer wounded in a shootout one year ago was hit by her partner, not the man charged with shooting her. Dave James has more. Ballistics tests showed a bullet that hit the officer came from her partner's gun in a case of friendly fire. But a prosecutor said yesterday that Daryl Bolden fired at least two shots at the officers last July and bears responsibility because he pulled his gun on them. Bolden pleaded guilty to attempted felonious assault of a police officer and was sentenced yesterday to 7 to 10 years in prison. Dave James, I went in news. A group of Ohioans is traveling to Florida to join the search for victims of a Florida condo collapse. More from Yolanda Harris. Authorities say the death toll is now up to 18, and the two most recent victims are young children. The building in Surfside, Florida, collapsed one week ago, and more than 140 people are still missing. And to help with the search, approximately 80 members of Ohio Task Force One left to drive down to Florida. The state of Florida requests through the Federal Emergency Management Agency, or FEMA, asking for help. Task Force One is one of several agencies on their way to Florida to help with this search. I'm Yolanda Harris. Researchers are expecting another mild algae outbreak on Lake Erie this summer. They expect it to be the first time in more than a decade the lake will see back-to-back years of mild algae blooms. Scientists with the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration say it doesn't mean the shallowest of the Great Lakes is turning the corner just yet. The rosy outlook this year is mainly due to a lack of heavy rains this spring. Ohio's leaders have been under pressure to combat the blooms since algae toxins in 2014 left more than 400,000 people in the Toledo area unable to drink their tap water. And Michigan is the latest state to follow Ohio's lead in using a lottery drawing to incentivize people to get vaccinated against COVID-19. Karina Nova has more. The state is awarding more than $5 million in cash and nearly 500000 in college scholarships and lottery-style giveaways. Governor Gretchen Whitmer is announcing the program today. About 62% of Michigan residents ages 16 and older have received at least one dose. State officials want to see at least 70% vaccinated. Karina Nova, ONN News. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network. 